Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. My name is Elise. I'm Jean. And we are the hosts of Elise in Wonderland. This is a show for those curious about the world, travel, culture, and new perspectives. Mm-hmm. How's it going, everybody out there in Radio Land? Mm-hmm. It's a new time and new day, so I'm excited. I know. I feel mm-hmm. like we're in a different world here in this evening. I'm not like robbing sleep out of my eyes. Yeah, and- we can't say good morning anymore. I know, I gotta get rid of that habit. <laughs> and welcome back, Jin. So for those of you listening on our regular programming on Sunday Sunday mornings, we may have some new listeners at this time. Um, Jin was away because... Um, many things, but it's, uh, are you referring to moving? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I bought a new house a um, mm-hmm. couple of months ago, and I was slowly moving, but finally last Saturday, officially moved. I moved my body on Saturday. <laughs> I moved other stuff before and I moved my body on Your Saturday. Your body over. And it works well and we are still unpacking. Um, but we are we are happy. Me and my wife, we are happy. And I'm sure she's listening to this show today. Hey Janet, what's up? <laughs> so congratulations Jen. And uh, like we mentioned, we have a new time. So welcome everyone listening, maybe on your commutes home, after school, after work, mm-hmm. wherever you may be. Um, our new time is 5 p.m. on Thursday evening. So welcome to Elise in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. To give you a little bit of a background and perspective on what this show is about, uh, Jen and I are employees of an international department here at Mohawk College. But Beyond that, I am exploring new world mm-hmm. as Elise in Wonderland, and Jin is my trusty guide, uh, the White Rabbit. So, um, our show is uh, a collaboration show where we interview people from all over the world. We understand many cultures within cultures. Mm-hmm. We've had guests on our show that talk about accessibility when they're traveling to different countries in the world. We've had shows talking about what it's like to be a newcomer in Hamilton and uh, people who have moved here from other countries that are mm-hmm. trying to restart their lives, giving us their perspective on that. Yeah, and, and we are in a perfect situation that we have international students every every semester, every two months too. Mm-hmm. And they come to us, they told us their story, their experience in their cultures, new Canadian life everything we have a full of stories to tell you guys but we try have to um, organize in topics or mm-hmm. organize in same types of categories mm-hmm. so we invite us students sometimes invite alumni or volunteers and we listen their stories mm-hmm. and we share with everyone's we basically bring the world to you mm. so welcome um, Just a disclaimer, we had, for those listeners that were planning to tune in for our show about Peru, there was a mishap with our guests, so we're going to be winging it tonight and we are prepared for this. We are going to be doing an update show Mm -hmm. and we're going to be talking about us and all the amazing things we're doing, updating our listeners and uh, plans we have for the show moving forward. So... um, 
we're also going to be talking about some music in our lives right now and how that's affecting us. So mm-hmm. right now, we're going to cue up a song that I just discovered last night um, <laughs> <laughs> and really enjoy. So this is a song called Golden Wings. It's by an artist, Gabriel Garzon Montano. He is a New York-based artist that has um, put out a lot of music in Spanish and English, but has a lot of influences from funk, mm-hmm. R&B, and has his own style. I highly recommend looking up one of his music videos because he is very stylized and has a great, um, just has great music, has multiple albums. And this is a new one I've been listening to. And actually, the reason I put it on the show today is because things are so crazy right now in mm. our world. And working so hard and seeing the sun outside has kind of been a bummer for me. Mm. Uh, but this is an uplifting song that has made me feel like I can do anything. So hopefully mm. it makes our listeners feel that way too. Please enjoy. Welcome back to Elise in Wonderland. It is 512 and we are chatting about us. How's it going? <laughs> Jin just gave me a look, sorry. So we have decided we are going to do a very dynamic and engaging show. So for all of you out there who do not know who we are, what the heck this is, you can check us out on our Facebook page at Elise 1015 and there's a secret hidden link to a... Um, to a Facebook chat. Facebook chat. Sorry, somebody so, just sent me a message on the Facebook chat that distracted okay, me. Okay, so Elise is E L Y S E and one o one five. That's how you join our list. So, um, usually, what we talk about at this time is how our week was. So, Jin, start mm-hmm. us off by talking about how your week's been so far. Yeah. Um, so I talked about my moving. That's good. Um, the other excited thing I had on Tuesday. So last week there is in Toronto, there's a big conference inviting all the agents about international education, post-secondary colleges, universities, and English schools all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, everyone comes to Toronto to, um, to meet people around in Ontario colleges and universities. So we found some um, people, we called agents or partners, interested in more college, so we brought them here having tour for I can say two days um, mm-hmm. from Tuesday and Wednesday so I participated in on Tuesday trips as a photographer um, nice that's how you get in <laughs> tricky yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, I'm a photographer <laughs> yeah there were so many activities but one my favorite was axe throwing axe throwing um, in downtown I, Hamilton so why axe throwing was it just because it's very Canadian well, People think, I, I think so. or, or maybe so, you can find it in Canada. Maybe you can only find it here. Mm-hmm. Okay, legally. Because yeah, because I know some of the guests were um, nervous. I heard that when it was first introduced, they walked mm. up and they said, um, "Don't we need some sort of body armor for yeah. axe throwing?" <laughs> oh, they do have a waiver. Okay, uh, good. But this, so it doesn't have a lot of safety things. But I mean, you have to be alert, so that kind of covers a lot of things, right? You have to be alert. Alert. Oh, adult. Oh, sorry. I said alert. And alert. And alert. <laughs> so, what, is the, what are the rules with axe throwing? Um, so, each lane, each lane, there's a two people standing, and you have your own targets, for sure. You have to throwing at the, almost at the same time, and you have to pick up together. Mm-hmm. So, it's not happening that one person is picking the target, the X and not throwing the other person to another person. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't happen. 
Also, they recommend to nobody has nobody is be behind you because if you're throwing eggs. You have to pull your arms to the back mm -hmm. and throw it at the front. But if you miss, then it may go to back or on the ceiling or somewhere. Oh, nowhere. I don't think it's a rear X. Okay. Um, I mean, it's sharp, but I don't think it's that sharp to kill something. <laughs> <laughs> so you did so ask okay. Derek. Yeah. What else happened at this uh, fam tour? Yeah, so after X throwing, we had um, like a nice dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a restaurant in Stony Creek right beside the lake. It's um, called Edgewater. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's Edgewater Manor. Uh -huh. uh, right beside the Lake Ontario. So we took a lot of photos mm -hmm. and people. Some some people are like models, you know. They do have a pose. And <laughs> some people have their selfie game down. If anybody has some tips on how to do amazing selfies, I know mm. Jen, you're like pretty much the king well, of you, selfies. Yeah, too. just take take thousand and you pick one. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, and there was the food was nice too. We had well, you were there. Why mm -hmm. are you keep quiet? You. You should say something to Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there. Um, it was beautiful. And the dinner was amazing. And I'd never been in a house like that, actually. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that place existed. But if anyone's planning a wedding or needs to give advice on someone where to have their venue. For special events, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and one caught my eyes. There is a gargoyle. Um, statue st thing? Yeah, yeah. statue. Like, maybe probably just for uh, decoration. but. Uh -huh. It seems it's really old dimension and like a Gothic mm -hmm. or med medieval mm -hmm. style. But anyway, it was fun to pe meet people around yeah, yeah. the world. And some people are first time there in Canada. Who are you sitting next to? Um, so I stay with um, another videographer. That's right. Yeah. He did some work with, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so I was kind of secondary, so I was very free to take a photos. Also, the director of international recruitment, Thea Leidman, and also mm -hmm. we had uh, two uh, agents from B Vietnamese. So, and it was funny because I, I'm the only person married man. Um, the other ladies, which are I hear you to mention <laughs> pretty often. Yeah, yeah, and then Hi, yeah. Jin, from South Korea. I am married. Married with the rings showing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the other ladies, even agents, I first I met yeah. them first time, and they try to give me more advice to oh. be a good husband. Oh, what advice did they give you? Oh, you have to cook, you have to washing dishes. That's good advice. You know, when baby comes out, <laughs> we don't have one, but... <laughs> when the baby comes, comes out, out uh, women's are changing, uh -huh. so you have to be ready for that, you know, you have to just keep the house rules. Janet, watch out. <laughs> nice. But, Good Keep ones, the house rules. Yeah, good ones. And how about you? Who you are sitting with? Oh, I was sitting with someone from uh, Istanbul. Okay. And he was very adamant that Turkey is the best place in the world and that we need to visit. So I said, if you're going to pay for my trip, I'll be there <laughs> any, any day. So rude. I know. <laughs> well, I remember him. That's he, why I said yeah, I talked to him and he said, we are brothers. So Turkey and Korea is, is a brother. That's right. They have a really... Amen was with us too, and they mm -hmm. were saying they have um, they were they were protecting each other in a war or yeah, something. something yeah, really cool. I had no idea mm -hmm. um, there was such a strong relationship between Turkey and Korea. Who would have mm -hmm. thought? Um, we also had people from um, Middle East or Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. Africa, all around the country. All right, it's amazing um, being at events where. 
people have come from all over the world mm -hmm. and you get to actually learn from little things like how do people open the door for other people or how, what's dinner etiquette mm -hmm. and it's different all over the world. So and I like you, to see people when they first came to Canada. Everything is new to them, yeah. so their eyes they're are They're all like taking blinking. photos of Lake Ontario, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, it's the smallest so lake. So beautiful. But, yeah, but I mean, Lake it's Ontario new, is, yeah. is huge. It's almost like ocean. Like some people ask me, is this sea or river, lake? Mm -hmm. I, I guess if you live lake. somewhere that's landlocked and you're not used to being near mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. It's true. It opens your eyes to things that you might have taken for granted. Um, yeah. My week was pretty awesome. And how we have to say my week so far, because it's a Thursday. Oh, it's okay. not a Sunday. My week so far has been good. <laughs> tomorrow, who knows what tomorrow will bring. But <laughs> last week, we, um, Jen was gone, and it was my first experience mm. running a radio show behind the scenes. And I have so much more respect for you now, Jen. I started with little respect. You're and right now right. I have. <laughs> um, so what Jin is doing when I'm talking is not only monitoring the time, although I do that sometimes, <laughs> uh, he's monitoring the level of my voice, mm. he's making sure that all the microphones are working, he's making sure the cues are working, he's got the, the songs queued up. So <laughs> Jin, muchos respect. We had Chris, who is a public speaker, who gave tips to people who wanted to become MCs and what it's like to break mm. into the entertainment business, and he's a hilarious person and great. Um, yeah. great person that just knows how to have a conversation on air because that's mm -hmm. his specialty, right? It must be fun. He gave me lots of good tips. Mm -hmm. um, then there was a fam tour, of course, with you. And uh, throughout the week have just been welcoming new students that are starting in May, mm -hmm. have lots of plans on how we're going to greet students at the airport mm -hmm. um, and welcome them in a, a great way and get their experience started off right. Yeah. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other layers of boring things behind the scenes that we're working on that I won't bore <laughs> listeners with, but uh, it's been a long week. And so moving the shows, Thursdays at 5 has been a great way to um, make sure that we are able to have guests because a lot of people can't come in on the weekend. Mm -hmm. A lot of people won't listen at Sunday morning, uh, 9 a.m. And yeah. so we were really excited that we can uh, move our show. And shout out to Les Polanco, who's the station manager. Yeah, I can say it's prime time. Is it prime time? Well, everything. Everything is prime time, yeah, <laughs> at 5 p.m. Except Sunday, 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone... That brings us to our next song. Uh, we're going to be playing a lot of songs this episode because we got a lot to. We have a lot of music in our lives and a lot of meaningful songs, and we have some people submitting lots of great songs as well. So this next one is called "Plastic Love." It's by an artist called Maria Takeuchi from Japan, and this is someone who has been um, creating pop music in Japan in the '80s. And it has a very, I remember in one of our early episodes, we talked about city pop, which is a mm -hmm. Japanese era of music in the 80s that has this sound. I'm obsessed with city pop, and mm -hmm. I really like this song called Plastic Love. I really hope you enjoy it. It's been cheering me up lately as well. And uh, we're going to be back to talk about some of the latest world news. So enjoy, and we'll see you soon. Benvenuti to Alice in Wonderland. Swagate Alice Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, the ocean girl, Hanya Mida. On one or one five. One or one five, the hog in Mida. Sing Chow. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone, to Alice in Wonderland on 1015 The Hawk. Hopefully, you enjoyed Maria. 1015 The Hawk in Mida. 
101.5 The Hagimida. <laughs> We're, I hope you enjoyed Maria Takeuchi and her awesome 80s vibes. So I also um, got... I have a new listener. My friends are actually listening now because oh, okay. it's on a weeknight. By accident or? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jen. Um, she said she works with someone who's from Turkey and she said that Turkey oh. and Korea actually have a lot of language crossovers as well, too. I, I don't know, know if you that. knew that. Okay. Um, shout out to our Korean Turkey <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> I wish I could be in on that. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, we had to fade that song out because it is so long, but I habitually listen to it forever and ever. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about Jin's upcoming trip to Korea. Oh. Tell us a little bit about why you're going and also what your thoughts are on the latest news on peace treaties for mm-hmm. Korea. Well, it's a totally family, personal issue, so <laughs> there's nothing behind. Uh, basically, <laughs> behind you going? Yeah, so yeah. basically when... I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, every family or relatives from my wife's side tell me, told me to bring her back every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I could, but it's it's difficult than I thought because of time and expense, you know, the financial issue. Um, so we I've been married three years, and two years ago my wife went by herself, and last year I went by myself, and finally this year we go together. So we is time to make the, uh, to keep the promise with them and we can spend time with them we can introduce um, our new house in photos and videos and of course you know, say hi and I got um, I mean there my brother is my brother's wife is pregnant so I may have on this very soon not this time but you know, a lot of things are changing every year you go to your home um, things are changing but anyway so we go just for vacation, just for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to do a lot of things. We have to kind of clear our status as well as a, as a permanent resident of Canada. We have some paperwork to do in Korea. Right. Um, and we also want to go to some visit hospitals because it's, it's really easy to meet specialists in Korea in a cheaper, um, affordable price. So we want to go see some of our doctors and dentists. What are you going to do that's fun? Um, <laughs> yeah, meet some friends. And I'm sure there will be a lot of events happening outside, yeah. outdoor. Um, are you going back to Seoul, Seoul or are you going back to Busan? Right. So Seoul is the capital of South Korea. And my wife is from Seoul. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stay. And that's where airport is. So yeah. when, I, when I land, I will go to my wife's place for about a week. Nice. And the other week or two, I will go to my hometown, hometown uh, Changwon, mm. near uh, Busan, very south, south mm-hmm. of South Korea. Um, <laughs> spend time with my family. I I love hiking with my father. That's really sweet. Um, yeah, so there's lots of mountains too. And then before we come back to Canada, we will go to Seoul earlier so we can kind of packing, mm-hmm. prepare, and meet more friends. Are you gonna and bring then, back anything from me? <laughs> I'll make I some try. requests. Yeah, no, no, I always do. Jin's like I, shuddering at my forwardness I always, right now. I always, it's, it's one of the homework for people going away in international. Yeah. You have to bring something. You have to impress someone else. <laughs> right, <laughs> gifts are expected. Yeah, but Korea is a good place. I mean, you can find so many cute, um, fancy things yeah. and cheap. So I can get you something. And make Don't worry. 
Okay. <laughs> so, how do you feel about going back now? And and I know we've talked a little bit about tensions between North and South Korea, mm-hmm. and um, how sometimes you hear this crazy news: Trump's instigating something. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to some South Koreans who live here who say this happens all the time. Yeah, it's a threat. Mm. Do you think the same is on the flip side with this peace treaty? Do you feel like mm. there will actually be change happening, or do you think this might be just an empty right. action? Well, I, pers- I personally, I know this is your personal yeah. opinion too, and this doesn't—you don't speak for everyone, right? This is—I think this is a huge deal. Yeah. Um, I mean, so even though when I was a military in Korea for two years, every year, every New Year's Day, there is a threat. You know, mm-hmm. North Koreans say, I wish we will shoot a missile to you, so be careful. You know, also when there's a new president in South Korea, we will do something, so be careful. It always was a threat, but there was never um, the opposite side of fake. I mean, those those threats are fake because there's nothing happened so far, right? Mm-hmm. But there was ne- never opposite side of fake. Like nothing have actually ever happened. They never followed through. Right. Also, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for ten years ago, it was kind of we had a good relationship, and my wife actually went to North Korea. That really was allowed. You just, you have to just go to in the follow the rules, but you can go to mountain. There's a beautiful mountain called uh, Kumgangsan. Mm-hmm. Um, only North Korean can go. So my wife went there, and there was no um, accident, anything. Mm. I mean, a couple of years later, there was accident, so they closed the relationship and they closed the route. But um, also. When the relationship was good, we had a separation family between so South and North. So a lot of um, older people, they were their parents in North Korea, and they never meet, they never contact, they never mail anything. Right. But um, both presidents agreed to have this meeting mm-hmm. session. Right, and which is that famous photo of them oh, okay. shaking hands see? over the mm-hmm. border. And I'm sure people are crying all the time. Of course, because yeah. this means maybe they can be reunited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are people are really excited that will happen sometime. Mm. And also there was, we also had a factory in North Korea that hires North Korean people from South Korean company because, right. I mean, economically, South Korea is more developed, so we have more technology and more skills in demand, but we need more people. But in uh, the opposite, North Korea doesn't have a skills. They have a people. Mm-hmm. They have to learn something from us. So we united in a city called Kaesong. It's kind of between South and North Korea. And some companies settled down as an office. They hire some North Korean people. So we had a good um, company's relationship between them. But that was 10 years. Once so for 10 mm-hmm. years, it was bad. It was scary. You know, anything could happen. Mm. But now, we hope everything's getting better too. So besides working relationships, families being reunited, mm. what, I mean, there's so many repercussions and so many positive and, and changes for the good mm. or bad, I guess, that this could, this could bring about. Right. Um, does this mean that, do you know, does this mean that people will fluidly be able to cross borders or mm. is it are these terms being negotiated right now? Yeah, I think that's far away, but mm-hmm. I saw the news they're thinking to have a train um, rail really? between South Korea and China on the like north north of North Korea. So mm. um, well this is this is fun fact. So when you're in South Korean, um, you never experience crossing border without airplane or right. ship. 
So I was shocked when I first came to Canada. I mean, I can only have one border. Right. right I, can you can't cross. I can only walk I never thought of that. to the United States and you can have a border, mm -hmm. everything, uh, immigration on foot. That was shocked to me because in South Korea, you can only have in the airport or the harbors. Right. Right. But if that connection, that connection between China and South Korea, there's a train railway mm -hmm. that we can go to Europe for train by train and we can go to Russia. Yeah, anyway. Oh, wow, this opens up so many doors to travel mm -hmm. and for immigration into into Korea, right. I would imagine. Right. Very cool. I wonder how, what kind of culture shock mm. this will bring to North Koreans yeah. as well. It's sudden exposure to the outside world mm -hmm. that they didn't have before. I'm really interested to keep following um, what this means. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, like reuniting is too much we've been separated for 50 years so mm. I don't think that happens anytime soon and we have to decide a lot of things right mm -hmm. um, but we know that when we are young we were taught that reunite is our hope like we have to make this poster we have to drawing in our class. poster make yeah in, in art class um, hmm. I mean some people disagree on that but we know that's kind of the best way of having um, you want peace, peace. Yeah. In the future, but yeah, it, I I like I like the situation now. It's really positive. Do you know anyone who is current or families that you know of that are? Luckily, no. If I had, then it would be really sad, right? Yeah. Luckily, I don't have any, and our our, our families are from South mm -hmm. of South Korea, but some mm -hmm. people, yeah, some people from North Korea. Mm. Mm. Okay. Thank you for oh, yeah. that insight. No. Actually, I can't. We haven't had that conversation, <laughs> but um, it would be interesting to actually hear from someone who lives in Korea who may have family mm. uh, in North Korea and are hoping to or will be reunited in yeah. the future. Um, yeah. Our thoughts are moving towards peace as well, and I hope your trip goes well. Yeah, no problem. No. So I heard the Trump, uh, President of the United States and President of North Korea is meeting in May. Yeah. Um, I like how you said Trump, President of the United States. Yeah. Like nobody, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, they're having a meeting when? In May? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. So and we'll see if hopefully he doesn't mess it up. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're going to go into another one of your songs. Do you want to tell us why you chose Night Danger? <laughs> yeah. No, we're not no, going to go with that one? No, no, no. I thought you were going to talk about this song. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is actually <laughs> the title. This is the title of something I chose. Um, so, Night Danger. This is... I'm so sorry, Jen. No this problem. is um, a song by a local band, Twin Within. And I totally forgot that the song was called Night Danger. But it is... Uh, it's from an album, Live Off the Floor in Hamilton Place. Mm -hmm. And this is a really cool um, initiative that the Hamilton Philharmonic in, in locally in Hamilton has taken upon itself to um, work with grants to create um, new compositions for local musicians. Mm -hmm. So a band that maybe just has, you know, like a tra traditional band, drums, bass, guitar, guitar, uh, and vocals, now has a backing of an orchestra and has their songs completely rearranged to fit mm. this orchestra. So I actually went to this Twin Within show, HPO mashup show recently. And so I wanted to play this song Night Danger off of their album Live Off the Floor of Hamilton Place. Um, please enjoy, it's really interesting and it's a live, it's a live recording. So you'll hear there's some mistakes mm -hmm. maybe or some echoes, but that's how it goes. And we'll be back in just a few minutes, thanks.
Welcome back to Lisa in Wonderland. It is 5.45 p.m. and we are chatting about uh, everything that's happened in the last few weeks for us as well as uh, throwing in some music in the mix just for fun. So that was a soundtrack of my last week. Um, again, Twin Within with the Hamilton Philharmonic. So we also wanted to talk about the recent wedding I did. Yeah, so Elise, you went to a wedding and it was different than normal? <laughs> yeah, it was different. It was different because it was different. It was a different wedding that I had ever okay. attended. So my cousin who is Jewish was marrying a woman who's Indian. And mm. so we had multiple days um, devoted to each culture and doing multiple ceremonies. Um, okay. which was amazing to see the uh, traditional Jewish ceremony explained to this uh, Indian side of mm. the family and vice versa. So stuff I learned about Indian weddings. Yeah. I actually have some henna still <laughs> on my hand. Um, but Does it, do you have to get one as a woman? or No, you don't. No, of course not. Okay. So um, this being... Uh, there was ele traditional cultural elements, of course, represented in the ceremony, but um, I'm sure there were some things that maybe uh, traditionally were missed. Yeah, yeah. But what I was explained to me was that henna is more a celebratory, decorative thing that the bride normally takes part of. She mm. had her whole arms, all of her legs decorated. Wow. And because you can't move with this ink on you, right. um, you, you are fed sweets <laughs> well this is happening that's part of the tradition which I kind of liked mm -hmm. um, but yeah it was optional so henna is uh, actually leaves of a plant that's mashed up with some lemon juice mm -hmm. and it stains your hand just like a self tanning lotion or something would if you put it on in a nice pattern it stay, it's been on my yeah, palm of my hand right? for a few weeks now <laughs> um, so actually I learned also that People in the Western world say henna, but actually it's called mendi. Mendi. In most Indian languages. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, the bride was wearing a red wedding dress. So normally, mm. uh, not normally, but I've been to weddings where people stereotypically in the West say the white wedding dress mm -hmm. is what you need to wear, right? Red, culturally, in India, symbolizes commitment, spirituality, fertility, things like that, and um, and normally have gold embroidery as well. So that's the traditional wedding dress. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. The bride was wearing that for her ceremony. There's also, I'm not sure if this happened, because this is a ceremony that happens apparently before mm, the actual okay. wedding. And... Um, it's where the bride and groom applied what's called a haldi, which is a paste that's made out of turmeric, okay. which is a spice. I don't know if you've had turmeric before. It's like that bright golden spice. Mm -hmm. um, and they put it all over their body for good luck. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's believed to ward off evil spirits and provide healing properties. So, who golden knows if armor. that happened? <laughs> golden yeah. armor. Um, and so... I also learned from our coworker that um, men get a bath in yogurt wow. <laughs> the morning of the ceremony. <laughs> For uh, the better skin. Which is a cleansing. <laughs> it's a Apparently, they have a lot of fun with throwing yogurt at each other. Mm. So, um, that, I thought that was kind of a cool tradition. Expensive too. culture, I guess. <laughs> yeah, lots of yogurt and spices, but 
the cool thing and the one thread that brought it all together for me was these are things you celebrate with your uncles and aunts and mom and dad. Mm. Um, and I see that a lot in, in many other cultures when it comes to weddings. There are these intimate ceremonies that happen yeah. before the wedding, before you're brought out to the public. Or Another thing was the groom, uh, there's this whole ceremony where the groom is brought to the bride's family. Okay. It has to do with coming up to the family home and, mm. you know, like offering yourself kind of thing. And so my cousin, <laughs> who had no idea what was going on, was brought up to this horse. And they had oh. to sit on this horse. And the whole bride, the whole groom's family walked with him mm -hmm. to where the bride's family oh, was. Yeah. So it was so cool. And I have to say... The dancing um, went on forever and ever, and everyone was so happy to celebrate yeah, you, together you and learn so much about different cultures. Right. Well, you told us you practiced with your father. That's right. My dad is a <laughs> big fan of Bhangra music, mm -hmm. and so him and I, we were <laughs> <laughs> embarrassingly enough. Yeah. This is so weird. Jin and I tell each other secrets on air. Um, yeah, we practiced. My dad had a good time. Okay. So. Um, we're gonna go into your song that you oh. chose. Can I ask you more question or no? You want more? Yeah. No, just um, so when I watched <laughs> some videos about uh, Indian weddings, yeah, there were so many, so many people and so many days. So was it happened to? There were, I think, because it was a mashup. They mm. had a party before. They had the Indian ceremony, mm. and then they had the Jewish ceremony the next day. Okay, and so, how is Jewish uh, wedding different then? There are a lot of similarities. Similarities actually. There's like a there's a huppa is what it's called where where they stand underneath this thing this structure called a huppa, okay. and it's supposed uh -huh. to represent. Um, the four like mother and father mm. uh, members in in both bridal parties, and it represents also the home and the home and life. And mm. life is fragile. This is a structure <laughs> that could be blown over any moment. Okay. And the sentiment is you have to you have to each other. Well, yeah, you have to. Life is not permanent, and mm -hmm. things can happen, and you have to really love the moment you're in. And so, um, there are a few other cultural thing and religious parts of this ceremony that I can't speak to because I don't fully understand them, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> but um, there's the breaking the glass and uh -huh. drinking wine, and um, of course the hora where everyone, the families dance around the couple, put them on chairs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna have to do some more research on why that happens yeah. but I can tell you one of the reasons is it's fun and it brings everyone together sure so tell me about this song tell me where it hurts yeah um, I mean <laughs> sounds like a doctor's office request <laughs> so this this band is from Philippines and I don't I couldn't find really a lot of information I guess they're mm -hmm. like indie band but their voice and their songs are just touching my heart, I can say. Right now? And it's in my relax folder, <laughs> in my computer. Relax so folder? <laughs> I, yeah, relax music folder. So when I when yeah, I need is. relaxing, I play I like this, how you uh, have songs in a folder. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a um, fast song, relax song, exciting song, um, slow songs kind of things, love songs as well. Of course. But yeah, this um, voice, their voice is very sweet and very quiet, also it's touching. A lot of feelings of mine. Oh, okay. This is Jin's uh, intimate confessions song. So, yeah. It's uh, what's the band? 
M-Y-M-P. M-Y-M-P, and the song is Tell Me Where It Hurts. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lisa in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. Uh, we're just about to close our show. So thanks for all the new listeners <laughs> listening at this time. Um, Jin, how did it go for you? It was good. I, um, I think so far we had a lot of guests, almost every show, and now we kind of have a free form of uh, radio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. I yeah. like it. I missed you. I missed just the one-on-one. Uh, so next week, we're hoping to have our guest who was supposed to be here come on. He is. His name is Caesar. He has an amazing story about com- coming here from Peru, but also the work he wants to take back mm-hmm. to create a thriving community for an indigenous population there. Right. He has an amazing story to tell, and he's really sorry he couldn't make it today, so hopefully we can grab him next week yeah. on Thursday. And, and I like the, the fact that we never met him, but you know, like we can connect each other with the radio shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. connecting worlds, that's what yeah. we do. So uh, right after us, we've just met our new friend who's <laughs> going to be, uh, he's the host of Under the Covers, so please stick around for that. 